Hey there, movie fans. Welcome to another episode of Tammy the Movie Nerd. I am Tammy, the movie nerd, your host. And uh, thank you again for joining me. And is there a movie you would like me to view or review? Uh, there's a couple of ways you could get a hold of me. First of all, if you're on Spotify, just click on the message button at the, bo at the uh, bottom of the link and uh, send me a message and uh, you can also email me at movienerdtse at gmail.com once again that's movienerdtse that's uh, tango sierra echo at gmail.com so welcome to foreign film friday today we're going to do uh foreign films uh, i thought i'd do some on friday uh, I do have uh, quite an extensive collection of foreign films. And, you know, that's one reason why I wanted to do this podcast is, is because there's so many movies out there that a lot of people just don't uh, really know much about. And some of these have uh, been around for years and uh, they're, they're absolute masterpieces. And, you know, a lot of some people just don't uh, give foreign films a shot, you know, because just because either uh, the language, you know, you don't understand the language, you don't understand, uh, you know, you may not understand it or, you know, it's am I going to be able to follow it? And they're, they're, you know, but there are so many foreign films that are out there that are really, really good. And, you know, some people even complain about, you know, I don't want to read subtitles at the bottom of the screen. But the thing is, is that the subtitles are usually short and you have, um, you know, you can uh, go through uh, the movie and still not miss anything by missing the subtitles. And there's so many, and there's so many different good movies out there that are foreign language. And plus on top of that, some American movies have been influenced by some of these foreign films. And so there's so much about uh, foreign language cinema that, that you may not really, uh, that you may not really realize. And um, it's, uh, there's just a lot of them out there that are just absolutely wonderful. And um, so I want to give a shout out to some of these uh, foreign films and uh you know see if uh see if any of these you would like to see because some of them actually are just absolutely amazing so where do we start well i'm going to take a page from julie andrews the sound of music let's start at the very beginning so let's talk about the very first foreign film that i saw and let me set the stage a little bit here i saw this movie when i was four years old and there was, uh, when I was real, when I was little, um, I did like movies and I also liked a lot of music and I have two older sisters and they like a lot of different, uh, singers and, uh, both of my sisters, <clears throat> excuse me, both of my sisters, uh, were very much into Andy Williams, and I listened to a number of his albums over the years, and there was a really beautiful song on one of his albums that was called I Will Wait For You, and um, I knew the song, I knew how it went, and this is back again, you know, I'm four years old at the time, and my second oldest sister and uh, soon-to-be brother-in-law 
were going on a date one night because uh, the university, they were still in school, and the university that they attended had a movie theater on site. In fact, they still do. I believe UNM, uh, University of New Mexico, still has their uh, sub-theater, uh, Student Union Building Theater. And um, they were showing the 10th anniversary of this movie. And my sister started singing the song, which contained, I Will Wait For You. And I wanted to see this movie just because, you know, when you're four years old, you want to see the movie because the song's in it. So my sister and brother and future brother-in-law uh, did take me to this movie. And it was the 10th anniversary edition of the film at the time. And even as a four-year-old, I, I remember seeing the film. I remember liking the film. I couldn't remember the title, but I did remember a lot about the movie. So let's fast forward about 24 years, and I was doing a, an analyst job. A colleague of mine wanted me to analyze a film for a, uh, uh, for a production that he was working on, and he uh, wanted me to watch this uh, one foreign movie. It's a different foreign film. And um, my apartment was set up to where I had my, my TV in the living room and the kitchen was right around the corner. And so when I popped the movie into uh, my VHS player at the time, um, I was getting my popcorn and my soda and my notebook and everything. I was getting everything ready to do this, anal uh, this analyzing job. When all of a sudden I hear... I will wait for you. And the first thing that came to my mind was an umbrella. I knew it had something to do with an umbrella. And so I got my popcorn and soda and I quickly ran around the corner because I wanted to, because like I said, I didn't remember the title of this movie at all. And right on the screen was the trailer for the umbrellas of Cherbourg. So that helped me with the connection with the umbrella. <laughs> so um, I, after I watched the movie that I was doing for this, uh, that I was analyzing for my, uh, for my colleague, I asked him, I said, Hey, by any chance, can you get, you know, is, is, are the umbrella, is the umbrellas of Cherbourg available on VHS? And he said, uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, it is. I said, do you think you could get me a copy? He said, yeah, I could get you a copy of it. I said, good, send me two, because my sister and brother-in-law's anniversary was coming up. And so uh, I got two copies, one for me and one for my sister, and sent that as an anniversary present. And my sister and I still uh, get a kick out of that, because uh, in her anniversary card, I put, uh, now you can watch this movie without me. And she thought that was rather, that was rather amusing. So we're going to start with The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Uh, directed by uh, Jean-Jacques Demay. Uh, this is starring Catherine Deneur, uh, Anne Varone, uh, Nico... I'm going to try to get this last name. Castelnuovo and Marc Michel. And this is distributed, of course, by 20th Century Fox. So... Uh, the Umbrellas of Cherbourg, uh, it's uh, 1964. 
1964. Now, I'm going to say three things that are going to make everybody go, what? 60s French musical. I can already hear some of you saying, huh? Give this poor movie a break, <laughs> okay? Um, because even La La Land, the thing that was interesting that I, uh, when I was, uh, before I did this episode, I, I was reading something, I was reading uh, something on the Umbrellas of Cherbourg, and it turns out that La La Land was heavily influenced by this movie. And this is one of the crowning achievements of French New Wave cinema. And it is absolutely amazing. Uh, the film was nominated for five Academy Awards, including Best Foreign Language Film, uh, Best Original Screenplay, Best Original Score, and it was nominated for Best Original Song, and then later it was adapted into an English-language stage musical, which I never saw. Uh, it is considered uh, one of the top 100 greatest non-English films of all time, and for good reason. Uh, the one thing that I will say about this is this is a stockholders and Kleenex film. Uh, you're definitely going to need boxes of tissues to get through this movie because it's so, it, it is very stunning. So let me give, you know, this is, and um, one of the things that I have to say about French movies is that the the French do something in their films that is just, absolutely amazing and i love the way they do this and i'll talk about that here in a second because the umbrellas of sherborg does something uh that is so absolutely amazing when it comes to uh the way the french uh progress a story and um a lot of, you know, when it comes to foreign language films, I am very partial to French movies, but this, and this one is absolutely so fantastic. It, it is great. Yes, are, okay, are the other songs other than I Will Wait For You a little cheesy? Yes, but the plot, the scenery, the costumes, the performances, you don't care about the cheese. Um, I'll tell you that. By the time the movie is over, you don't care how cheesy the songs are at all. So the plot's very simple. You have these this couple who are very deeply in love, and uh, they're a young couple, uh, and the girls and her mother run an umbrella store in the town of Sherborg and the boy lives with his aunt who's ailing and uh, he's becoming an adult uh, at that particular time uh, the French uh, any any male over 18 was uh, you know supposed to serve in the army and um, he hasn't been called up into the army yet and so the mother is very, very much against this relationship. Sound familiar? This plot's pretty common with a lot of different movies. So uh, they 
plan to elope, but when they're planning to elope and run off and get married, you guessed it, he gets called into the army. And so he gets called into the army, and this is where the beautiful and haunting I will wait for you uh, is played throughout the film. And it's, uh, he goes, you know, of course he goes to the army while he's away at the army. The relationship between uh, the girl and her mother get very strained. And she uh, fixes her daughter up with this rich guy. So she gets married to this wealthy guy who she's not in love with and has children. He comes back from the army, finds out that she's married, meets another girl in a nightclub, and then they have a relationship and he gets married to her and has children and their lives are absolutely miserable from there on out. That's the plot. And like I said, this is definitely a tissue box movie. It, it has, it does have a lot of sad parts in it. Um, but the thing that I love about this movie, and this was even, this is even something that grabbed me when I was four years old and I saw this movie for the first time. Like I said, with French films, they use something to, uh, to progress the story forward. This is definitely one of the most colorful movies you will ever see in your life. This, um, they take the umbrella theme and it's so dominant throughout the whole movie and all of these sets, everything, the sets, the costumes, everything about this film is nothing but color. And there, you know, like uh, there's a scene in the umbrella store at the, towards the beginning of the movie and you have this bright, beautiful blue wallpaper with these yellow flowers and, and and just all of these gorgeous colors uh that are all over the set and then as the movie progresses the colors get darker they get more dramatic they get they get uh you know plainer and at the end of the film, it ends up in a dark night with the only light or color that you see is a lit sign in a gas station. And that is the only color that you see at the end of this movie. This movie is absolutely beautiful. There's so much color in this movie and they tell the story so much with color and textures and fabrics. And, you know, so uh, it's an umbrella store. So, you know, yeah, it, it's everything is around it is, is about umbrellas. A lot of the costumes have a lot of lace, have a lot of fringe, you know, and it, it, and they take this 
umbrella theme and just make it, it makes it its own. And when the, um, the tension happens between uh, Catherine uh, Demir's character and her mother, the colors switch from these yellows and blues and, and greens and these beautiful colors into these reds and oranges. And so the tension is built. And there's one scene, and during the course of the film, there's one scene where one side of the shop is in an orange and the other side is red. And the uh, the mother is standing in front of this red wall that looks like a brick. And I mean, it's, it's like this huge brick wall that she's just in front of and it just will not move. And that's, you know, her mother won't change her mind. Her mother won't move on her thoughts. And it's just, you know, just color has been, was used so much in this movie that it was so beautiful. Now, yes. Is the film sad? Yes. Is it, is it depressing though? No. You feel for this couple. You really do want, you know, you really are rooting for this couple, but the fact that they, that they went their ways, had different lives, it's just, you know, it's not the way it should be. And, you know, you, you really do feel for these characters. And of course the chemistry between, um, between the two, between the couple is, is flawless. It's just so well acted, so well portrayed. Now, yes, they're singing through the entire film, but the tension, the chemistry, everything in this movie is just absolutely amazing. It's beautiful. And like I said, this is a film that it, that influenced La La Land. You know, so if, if you're a fan of La La Land, check this movie out because they, they do a lot of similar things in uh, La La Land that they did in this movie. It wasn't, so La La Land wasn't the first one to do it. It was The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. That was the one that was the first one to do it. So, um, you know, this is, this movie is just, it's beautiful. It's, um, it's a, it's just a tender love story that should not be ignored. And I don't care if it's in French. If I could sit through this movie as a four-year-old kid, looking at all the beautiful colors and listening to the music and, 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 um, you know, my sister said, yeah, you cried through all of it. And I said, well, yeah, because it's a sad movie. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, my sister and I still joke about it a little bit, even to this day, but it, but the umbrellas of Sherborg is an absolute classic. And it, is it a good foreign film to start with? Well, maybe, maybe not. It depends on how you're going to handle the musical. So, um, if you have a, a favorite foreign film, uh, let me know at, at movie nerd TSE at gmail.com. So uh, give a beautiful shout out today for the Umbrellas of Cherbourg, 1964. Uh, if you get a chance, see this movie. It is available on Amazon Prime. 
Uh, so if you are uh, an Amazon Prime member and you do want to see a real tender, beautiful French musical, uh, check out The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. And I'll tell you, it, it is it is a very, very beautiful movie. You'll, you'll love it a lot. Okay? So uh, coming up on the channel... Um, Let's see. I don't, I want to uh, do something. Of course, May the 4th is coming up. So am I going to do a Star Wars episode? Absolutely. How can you not? Uh, so I'm going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be doing um, the Star Wars, Star Wars episode on May the 4th. I'm also going to be increasing uh, some of the uh, episodes on this podcast because uh, I, uh, there's some themes that I want to cover that um, it's I just can't do it once a week. Uh, so next foreign language film, I've got a choice of three. I haven't picked which one I'm going to do yet. Uh, but I think uh, what I'd like to do is kind of rotate this and talk about uh, the different countries. So I may I I'm almost sure I'm going to do Italy next uh, Friday and do the bicycle thief. Uh, since that was the uh, the first foreign language film to uh, win Best Picture. So more than likely, I'll do The Bicycle Thief on uh, next uh, Friday. But, uh, you know, uh, if you have any uh, movies you want me to review, uh, just let me know. And go check out The Umbrellas of Cherbourg and uh, tell me what you think about it, as I'd be interested to see how uh, more modern audiences would appreciate this film. So thank you for joining me and you guys have a wonderful weekend.